All right, we're live again. LinkedIn Live. This is week two, day two. If we were to put um, sessions on this, we're in session two. Um, Jay, good morning. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We are, uh, you know, uh, moving between houses a little bit. Uh, luckily, I know you are as well, right? You're going between your girlfriend, lady, friend, and your house, right? You all live close to each other. Is that yeah, easy to get back and forth? It's around the corner, so it's, it works. It works. Okay. And, um, yeah, and luckily, actually, my house uh, where that we I mentioned to use on the market, and we're selling, and um, it it is literally like right across, almost right across the street. So it's actually my boys and I have marked it off. It is three hundred and eighty steps. Yeah. So I was over, I was over there today to make sure everything was good on that house because we did have a flooded basement and things of that nature. So, um, but I know you are on a hard stop today, and I want to make sure to get this. One thing we're doing a little different. Um, we have. The, the, we're using StreamYard. A number of people have reached out to us and asked the software that we're using uh, to do these LinkedIn lives. I, I have tried, you know, maybe six or so months ago, we started and did a few of these. And I did a few of these with some other people. Um, and I've kind of run maybe three or four different uh, software packages that I've tried out. StreamYard, without question, seems to be the best. It just seems very intuitive. It's very easy, the audio video. Um, so, and I see a number of the people that I follow that do live episodes also use this. Um, but I did uh, pay this morning for their paid subscription, which allows us to use LinkedIn. It allows us to, uh, to stream this up to YouTube. It allows us to do things like this and kind of change some banners on the bottom. And we do have Jason Wells' uh, website up there. Um, we should create one of these for the book um, that that you have as well. Um, so we're learning uh, more about the technologies, how to use it, and how to kind of produce, I guess, a LinkedIn Live episode. Um, but I appreciate everybody that has given us feedback, that has reached out to us, that has connected with us. I know you've had a number of people this week, Jay, that have uh, reached out to you uh, as, uh, from just doing these, correct? Correct. Uh, yeah. So big shout out to you for just allowing me to platform, but uh, yeah, definitely had some people reach out and connect through LinkedIn and, and actually I feel like through some other platforms as well. So looking to build and see how we can uh, explore those connections. Yeah, yeah you know, um, I know I said this yesterday, but I think it was actually Alan Stein because I read it again this morning. Uh, he on LinkedIn has an image of a, a checkbox, you know, um, like a checklist box. And it says better. And the one underneath it says worse. He was like, Hey, we're all going to roll through this uh, pandemic. And you're either you've got to make a decision on what you're going to be doing. You're either going to get better, or you're going to get worse. Um, and so I think you and I are trying to take that proactive approach, um, even without the LinkedIn, even without mm -hmm. you and I having these conversations, but it's just a matter of waking up every day and getting better uh, and figuring out ways to get better. I, I have my two boys with me this morning. And we looked at them today and or I looked at them today and said, man, we've got to figure out how to get better and have great days today. So um, we've covered, though, um, the past couple of days we've been covering. Uh, my book is here. Um, we've been covering this. How do how successful people win? And it's not that we are doing a book report and that we're going to have a book club mm -hmm. and that we're going to cover this book over the next, you know, however long, uh, you know, this pandemic and that we're quarantined up. That, that is not our intent at all right now. Um, what are, what it just struck me with this, when I was going through this book and rereading it, these 11 traps people fall into. Um, and really what it is for those that may be listening for the first time, these traps are when you fail or you experience a loss 
And those failures and losses, not always, but in my mind, most of the time are happening when we're trying to get out of our comfort zone, mm. trying to do something great, trying to be something great, trying to you know, push our lives to the next level. And all of a sudden we get beaten down by people, by circumstance, by whatever. And we fall into one of these traps that keep us in that comfort zone and stop us from growing and getting better. And as I read this, and it was like day one, when you and I started going through these, I sat there and said, man, I think I use every single one of these things. You know, I, I fall into each one of these traps. And so we would, uh, Jason and I just kind of decided to kind of work our way through it. We've done four of the 11 and we're going to get through three today. And the one I want to start off with and make sure, um, get your uh, perspective off on is the inspiration trap. Okay. So the first one, let me go through the first four, the mistake trap that I'm just afraid of doing something wrong. The fatigue trap is the loss and, and the losing and losses are just wearing me out that I just end up being too tired to do them. The comparison trap are the losses that make us feel inferior to others. And the timing trap are the ones that just make us hesitate to take action. So some of these kind of fall into similar buckets as those first four, but um, the one that this is me and, and the first four are me as well, but this is the inspiration trap. And th what this, what he says about this, and I really like is that you just don't feel like doing it now mm. that the losses, the failures, they wind up just demotivating us to where we just are just like, we don't care anymore. It's, and, um, and this kind of goes along with the next trap after this, but I mean, how often uh, is that, is that a checkbox for you? The inspiration trap? Um, that one is not a checkbox for me. Not defined as the way that he says it, which is you just don't feel like dealing with the losses. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's not one. So I read something years ago and it really stuck with me, but it said greatness is spawned from inspiration or desperation. And I, like that one really just hit me. And and, and you would think like that. that there would be a place where there would be both of those things. I mean, you know, a little bit inspired, but maybe I am. But when I take those at the extreme, you think about greatness. Mm -hmm. People are either super duper inspired by what, you know, their idea, their vision, um, or, or they're super desperate. I don't have any other choice but to make this thing happen. And when you think of it like that, um, that phrase really makes sense. So I'm kind of a, uh, that's how I go about it is not getting to a point where it's desperation and maybe I'm not ultra inspired, but merging those two of saying, okay, here's the vision, here's the idea. And how do I make those things happen? Not getting discouraged by the setbacks and the obstacles. Uh, you said something yesterday and you just, you kind of said it again a little bit and I want, uh, and I actually created a little thing for it. I'm going to throw this up here. <laughs> this, this, this is how we are producing this show now with this, this paid StreamYard subscription. But here we go. I want your opinion on this. You said this yesterday, and I didn't, uh, I didn't jump back on it. Right there. Yeah. You said that yesterday. You said <laughs> that you stopped using the word success, right, or successful or whatever, uh, whatever <clears throat> term of success. But you used the word greatness, and you did just say greatness instead of success. Why, why have you made that change? Well, one, as I mentioned, and I think this is where we talked about it yesterday, is we each have our own personal definitions of success. So what that means to you as an individual is going to vary. 
Uh, and I guess it's the same thing with greatness. So it, it just boiled down to one of the topics that I speak about when I speak of my journey of purpose and I'm talking about service. And so in a nutshell, um, I have friends that have played in the NBA, that have played in the NFL, that have played, you know, or, or been quote unquote successful. And those have been the ones that have struggled most with unsatisfied, unhappy and unfulfilled. You know, but mm -hmm. you look at society's definition of success, money, houses, you know, vacations, all of those things that, that society says are successful. They have those things, but then they're unfulfilled and unhappy and unsatisfied. And so um, mm -hmm. the original term was and how I use it in my in my um, content is success versus significance. So and you and I have had this conversation mm -hmm. before as well. Right. Um, but success for me defined is you doing great for you, which I think is, is necessary. Like you have to do great for yourself. But now the next level of success would be for me significance night. How am I taking my greatness and now having someone else be great because of my greatness? And so uh, you said that in one of our very first um, podcasts that we did probably two years ago. Yeah. Who is great because of my greatness? Yeah. I, I mean, that is a great quote. Is that a Jason Wells original or is that, that is a PGC? A, that is a Jason Wells original. That is, it is a great quote. It really is. Yeah. Who is great because of my greatness? And I, yeah. I've, I've stolen that from you and I've used it a number of places. Um, you know, it, it really winds up being kind of the servant and service mindset and uh, being connected to people and having the shine, having the shine beyond people. Um, so let me ask you this, what you talk about these people from, uh, you know, the people that you're connected with or the people that, you know, that have made it to a certain level where they're in the NFL, they're in the NBA and, and they are unfulfilled, right. And there is something missing. What, in your perspective, every case is different. Everybody is different. Everybody sure. is reaching for different things, but why is that? What, why, when people get to that level and there's this monetary showering of things and they can get what they want and go where they want, things of that nature, but there's something missing from them. What do you think in your perspective is missing from people that get to that level that are still unfulfilled? Yeah, it's, it's if you're driven by money, there has to be a bigger purpose. And, you know, I know purpose is a buzzword. It's my own right. personal anchor. Um but when I, again, when I'm thinking about purpose, 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 the biggest word of the acronym that I created for purpose is the S, service. Like, who are you doing it for? And if you're, and even for us to say, you know, you have sons, I have sons, people have children. But even when you were to say, like, those are the reasons, uh, Cam and Tyler are the reason why, they are my why. Okay, cool, but at some point they're not going to be. At some point they're going to be men who are off pursuing their own purpose and mm -hmm. now what? And so I do feel like your purpose is internal, which is why I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. And so here, here's a hypothetical question and, and you're a smart guy, so. So you hope I answer it? Start? Okay, make sure I answer not this correctly question. then. All right, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. What was the, what's where, the question? Where do, num where do numbers stop? Where do numbers stop? Where, yeah. Where do numbers stop? Yeah. Yes. Numbers don't, numbers don't stop. Is that what you mean? We're, we're on right. I got so, you. And what's the, and what's the word that we apply for that? Infinity, right? Perfect. Okay. And, Make sure I'm getting this and, right. And, Cause you're breaking so, up. And bit. so, 
Yeah, I know we're we're on a little bit of a delay. Um, and so if numbers are infinite and money is numbers, then money is infinite, right? That means you'll that means you'll never get enough, you'll always be able to yep. get more of it. So if money is your driving force, there's never there's never going to be enough. Right. And so like what is your why and i'm not saying that money can't even be a motivator but what's your ultimate reason behind the money my ultimate reason behind making as much money as possible is so i can give as much money as possible so don't check me for saying i want to make this amount of money because i know when i make this amount of money i'm going to be able to give and serve this amount of Mm -hmm. money as well so but money can't be the driving force it's the why behind the what it's the why behind the what Okay. Good. You got all the lines today, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. It's the why behind the what, right? But that first trap, the inspiration, that, so that doesn't, when you experience a, a loss or a failure, um, let me ask you this. So we, we've talked about this the past five days, uh, your first trial for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, did your first trial for the Milwaukee Bucks or your first NBA tryout come after your play your eligibility was up at indiana state yes so like that next fall that next october uh it was it was months and so i finished my season in march like most colleges do and this opportunity was in june so it was months okay um and then when that was over and you essentially got a i'm guessing a phone call or a hey coach wants to talk to you or the gm wants to talk to you and they sit there and say hey jay this isn't going to work out best of luck to you let us know how we can help you yeah all that sort of stuff when you sit there and wake up the next day you never had that feeling of man i just don't feel like doing it right now maybe yeah, this yeah, isn't no. for me this maybe i shouldn't be playing me i'm not good enough i didn't reach my dream you had the dream right your year at indiana state your senior year you had a great senior year yeah. and you probably i would have to believe sat there and said i'm going to play in the league yeah i mean there, there was there was that was definitely a point where there was some reality behind it but after all of that went down there was never a day where there wasn't even a day where I thought my career was over. I knew at that point that there were other options as far as overseas, as far as, you know, minor leagues and in the, in the, even in the States. And so my career being over wasn't even an option at that point. So, yeah, it was definitely driven. So you by. never fell. Did you fall into any of those? It sounds like when you got that phone call and you wake up the next day and you're sitting there at the edge of your bed getting ready, I'd be doing this. I'd be sitting there going, what now? What now? Yeah. Like, but you didn't fall into any of these traps, the mistake trap. Now you said you fell into a little bit yeah, of the mistake, mistake trap, but like, person, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the like, man, I can't do this anymore. I'm not. You didn't fall into the comparison. I'm not Ray Allen. I'm not Kobe Bryant. You didn't fall into that. You didn't fall into a timing trap that this isn't the right time for you. You just said, "What's next?" Yeah, literally, like, <laughs> right? Literally, and, and and I feel like. That's a lot of what I do with athletes who mentioned having a hard stop. So I actually meet with my my teenage guys today, those brothers that we spoke about last right. week. Um, and part of what we're going through is when people talk about Kobe Bryant and the Mamba mindset, all he did was put a name to a mentality that that high performing athletes have. I'm not saying elite, I'm not saying NBA, high performing, meaning sometimes high performing even is on the college level. But but those of us that have reached high performance, specifically in athletics, mm-hmm. understand that 
all of those things kind of be kind of happened inherently. They like, I don't know. I don't know when I could ever say, Hey, I developed a growth mindset or an abundance mindset or whatever you want to frame it. But I do know that being told you're not good enough, um, being put in a situation where you realize that you're not good enough, like all of those different obstacles just became opportunities. And that's literally the way that I explain it is from a mindset standpoint, do you see obstacle or opportunity? And that is 100% a choice. That is a choice. Yeah. Obstacle or opportunity. So when you woke up the next day, and I don't know how it works, so I'm guessing at this point, did you have somebody representing you that knew what the next step was for you? Like, did you wake up the next day and say, okay, that didn't work out. Yeah. I'm going to get on the phone with this guy, this lady, and they will know what I should be doing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, yeah. and what did, what did they say? I'm just curious. I mean, I know it's not along the lines of what we're doing, but what, what was the next step for you? What did you do? I mean, it, it, from that point, it becomes now much like the college recruiting process. It becomes, deciding and figuring out what level you play at, what level you're comfortable playing at. So do you want to play um, at that time? The then developmental league was just coming out. All of the teams were in the Southeast. Do you want to play here for financially a thousand dollars a month? Or do you Mm want to go take your chances and play in an overseas team where you're away from home, you're away from family, you're away from everything you know, and you potentially make $3,000 a month? Um, Mm -hmm. Here, you're obviously closer to being in the NBA under their their vision. Over there, you can get lost in what they don't see, out of sight, out of mind. So it just Mm -hmm. becomes weighing down those opportunities. And that's what a good agent does, is a good agent will give you the scenarios, give you the pros and cons of each. And then together you make a decision on what's best for everybody, not just the best financial situation, but the best overall situation, which is similar to everything else. Right. What was the, what was that? And we'll get to the next trap here in a second, but what was, what was the first step you took? Where did you go? I went to Sweden. Sweden was my first job. So at I was barely 21 years old. I didn't turn 21 years old until December of my senior year in college. So as a 21-year-old who hadn't been much out of the Midwest between Ohio and Indiana, um, in August of 1998, I found myself in international territory in somebody else's country, Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, Mm. Unbelievable experience, especially when you start talking about how westernized it is, how multicultural it is. Sweden is Sweden was a phenomenal first place for me. Mm, great. So to, to go to the next trap, because we wanted to try to get through three of those today, uh, three of them today, so we can move on to other things uh, the rest of our um, quarantine time. Mm-hmm. Um, the ne- this is the one I fall into. Like, no question, this might be the number one failure trap I fall into. It is the rationalization trap. And what he says here is, Maybe it's really not that important. So this loss, losing here and failing here, allows us to lose perspective. Mm. So without question, this is probably one or one A for me that if I'm doing something and reaching towards something and it doesn't happen in the time frame I want, I just sit back and say, well, it's not that important. I can't do it. I'm not, I don't have the resources. I just need to quit it, that I'm not going to achieve it. I would have been at the edge of the bed after trying out for the Bucks, saying, 
I'm not good enough, right? I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, uh, no question that beats me down the most is that rationalization trap. But clearly for you, it wasn't, right? You yeah. knew that there was some still importance and, and value you can bring. I mean, for me, it just comes down to what, what are your priorities? What are your priorities? And, and so much of these, George, this is where we're at as individuals. This is where, we at, where we're at as a society, as a country, as a world even, is I feel like people have such um, a disconnection with your own authentic self. Hmm. So what do you prioritize? And, and so if you're going to tell me that you prioritize something, there is no such thing as I'm giving up or, uh, you know, I, I, whatever, just this rationalization, I must not be good enough. This might not be the time. I know he's reworded these in a couple different yep, ways, but, he has. but so a very, very, very close coaching friend of mine. His name is Rod Baker, um, who's big time in the NBA. He's been in a, an NBA assistant. He's been a G League head coach. He told me something one time that was an ultimate game changer for me. He said, what's necessary is never impossible. What's necessary and, and is when never you, impossible. And when you think about just the simplicity, what's necessary is, what's necessary is never impossible. Hmm. So right now, I could easily get discouraged at the fact that, you know, I'm not into the corporate world as much as I want, or I'm not even into the athletic space because, you know, I haven't gotten power five schools yet or things like that. But, but I am a firm believer. I am prioritizing what I do and the service that I provide and the experience through that service that I know that it's necessary. I know that it's necessary for athletes. I know that it's necessary for employees and employers and leaders. And I know that it's necessary for anybody who has aspirations of reaching their next level of greatness. Mm. Most people have that aspiration and don't necessarily know how. And I'm just sharing my experiences into the how, into the journey. I know that it's necessary. It may not be necessary for everybody, but because I know that it's necessary, I know that it's possible. I refuse to believe that it's impossible. So again, I'm not going to let those obstacles deter me. It's just, mm. it's just not real. I, I, every time I glance down, I see rationalization trap, but I see realization trap when I first mm. look at it. And yeah, I think you can, I could call yeah. it that as well. It's just, that's just not reality for me. I know that this is going to be influential and impactful in the world. It has no choice but to be. And that's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, when you when you say that say that story, the first thing I think about is what we're dealing with right now with the pandemic and all this. It's yeah. one of these things. They're probably going to mess up and fail. Yeah. But there's a necessity. There's an urgency to get this done that when you mess up or fail or whomever is working on, you know, these vaccines and all this sort of stuff, like like this has to happen. Yeah. This has to happen. There is no, like, if you're going to fall into this, any of these sort of traps, you got to keep rolling and you've got to, and, and I know they've got people around them, not coaches necessarily, but people around them saying, Hey, we're just learning ways that don't work. Like we're getting closer. We're getting closer. And it's the same thing with you. When you sit there and say, man, the necessity, say it again, say the exact phrase again, that what's Rod Baker told you. What's necessary is never impossible. Yeah, this is necessary. Yeah. It is necessary that we find a vaccine for all this. It's necessary and yeah. it, it's urgent and it's not impossible. It's yeah. not impossible. But 
just in terms of me and the small little things that I deal with on a daily basis, you know, it, you, you, you don't, you, I guess you, you stop with the necessity to it, right? Yeah. All of a sudden you sit there and say, well, this isn't a necessity. Me achieving that goal and getting to the next level professionally or, you know, monetary, whatever it is, right? I think me, me, it's not a necessity, right? Because I failed at it, right? And it stops being that. So, but it does, it allows us to lose perspective. But if you're driven by it and have people around you like you you have and did and continue to do, uh, then you keep rolling with it. This is an interesting one, this last uh, one. And I know you have a hard stop and we got to leave in a few minutes. Um, the perfection trap. Okay. And um, got these little banners here. We paid for them. We'll throw them up, <laughs> right? The perfection trap. Okay. And this may be, you know, kind of in the same bucket as some of these other ones, but there's, there's a best way to do it. And this isn't it. And I have to figure out what the best way to do this before I start. So mm. you're sitting there saying, Hey, I'm going to do that. Like you, this is the example I'll give. And it may not be the best example, but this is the difference between you and me. You wanted to write a book. And I think you probably just sat down one day and started writing <laughs> and I'm sitting down and I'm like, man, that would be fun to do. That'd be a great accomplishment. That would be something to be proud of and to have out there and be able to distribute content and, uh, um, you know, and some thoughts to people. And I haven't written a word because mm. things may have to be perfect or I might have other traps I'm in, but the perfection trap of this, exactly what he says, the best way to do it. And I have to find that before I start you didn't try to figure that out. You just started going. Yeah. But we all fall into these in our own various ways. So thank you for that compliment. And yeah, when it came down to writing the book, yes, I made a decision to write and I actually didn't sit down to write a book. I was just spilling out all of this stuff that was in my head. But but here's where I do. And this is real life right now, March 24th, 2020. Um, the struggle for me is content. And so I have this vision of what I want content to look like. I want it to be professionally edited and, and this type of design and all of that. And I struggle with what's referred to as user-generated content. So me holding up my phone on an Instagram live or, or something like that, I struggle with that because I, I want it to be, my vision is I want it to be produced, professionally produced. And so mm. I've given myself this obstacle. I've, I've, I see this obstacle of, you know, what content looks like. And I had a very, very, very informative conversation just last night about you just got to do it, especially at right. these times. You, you just have to do it. And so uh, all of these high performers that we are connected to in various different ways, whether it be through third party or directly, they all have the same principles in common. The guy said this to me last week. They're like, yeah, we were watching this video and it just seemed like everybody was saying the same thing. Well, that's because they are. So, but these high performers that we, that we are connected to, they all say some version of fail early, fail often, Mm -hmm. Like they're telling you to fail. They're, they're like this. So, so people know, again, goes back to the, to the title of the book, the things we know, but do not do. We know that we should be searching for failure because those failures are just going to propel us to our greatness. However, most people don't know how, or I love the way that we're going through this Maxwell stuff. They do know how, and they're just mm. caught up into these different traps. 
but the, I feel like the how is the, okay, you're telling me to fail forward. How? Mm -hmm. Well, now, now we combine the two. Realize that you're in these traps. Yep. And, and how can you get yourself out of these traps as quickly as possible? That's the key right there. That's yeah. what we actually really haven't spent a ton of time on. And I'm not sure I'm the one to sit here with great strategies, um, you know, uh, on how to get out of these traps. But these are these and there might be more. And I know he's wording things a little different to come up with 11 when he probably has six. But that's which is fine. But I, I'm sitting there going, man, we all experience. So you go through all these things. If you're listening on LinkedIn, like go through all of these and just sit there and say, yeah, as I fail, because that is true. Everything we listen to, Jason, it's fail, fail, like just give effort, give action, like fail, learn, fail, learn. It's okay. Be, create a safe environment, all that sort of stuff. But the reality is you're going to fall into one of these traps. And if you're in this trap, you're going to be stuck. And yes, I, man, I get stuck, man. If I could have conquered some of these and got my way out of some of these, who knows, you know, who knows where I could be and what I could be doing and who I could be impacting and things like that. But to your point uh, from this week, uh, and I'm not going to word it exactly right, so correct me, but I'm exactly where I should be, mm. right? I, I, isn't that something mm. I, that's kind of exactly what you said? So, um, but those, do you, do you fall into that? So you do fall into the perfection because that's interesting you say that. Um, it's interesting you say it that the way you said it. And I know I'm, I'm going to cut us off in three minutes, but it's interesting you say that because I know the content that you're creating does seem very click record put it out there. These are the things I'm thinking about and doing it. But is there a part of you that is like, it's got to be done better. It's got to be produced better. It needs to be written out. It needs to be planned. Like, so are you, are you dealing with that trap? I am dealing with that trap. Literally as we speak, it is, I bought the tripod, the tripod with the light yep. on it, the ring light. I, I did all of that. And I struggled to set the camera up and record it myself. Like we're even at a point now to where like, and the struggle for me is internal, but the struggle for me is I hate talking to a camera. So I, I feel more comfortable talking to a person. So even if I set her up where she was right next to the camera and I can feel like I'm talking to her, versus right. this camera it puts me in a better place so there's so many different things but the end of the day still boils down to do it yeah and it's not just creating content or being yeah. on youtube it's not yeah. any of that it's about yeah. being it's about doing great things at your work with your teams with your families with one another with your spouse doing all that and just say you know what let's just go let's yeah. just figure this out and let's yeah. figure it out together and and taking the action which is my word of the year so Let's just recap real quick. I got two minutes. I told you I'd get you out of here at 1055. And I know you have things to do and appreciate your time. The mistake trap, what holds us back. The fatigue trap, losses wear us out. The comparison trap, losses cause us to be and feel inferior to others. The timing trap, losses will just make us hesitate. The realization trap, the losses allow us to lose perspective on, on where we want to be. The inspiration trap, losses will just demotivate us. And the perfection trap, the losses or failures will cause us to question ourselves. Like those, yeah, and some of those can be bu bucket up and grouped together, um, but I think they're real. And I think to your point, Jason, mm. the one thing I, I wish, uh, and maybe we circle back, we apparently are going to have some time here, but man, it's important to figure out how to get out of these traps. And maybe that's individual, right? Maybe it's... Uh, Maybe it's simple. I don't know. I don't know. You know, if it were simple, you know, it's one of those simple, hard things, right? That you talk about. Simple, but not easy. 
It's simple, but not easy, right? Yeah, it's simple, but not easy. If we're going to sit there for you to put you on it, like, man, Jason, I like, this is not just like, I think you're phenomenal at creating content. I think when you do your Instagram and when you were out at 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, running and walking the streets of Del Mar Loop and recording things and going, I was like, man, these are awesome. And I watched them first thing every morning, but you know, you just got it, you know, it, but it's hard for you, right? That might be hard for you, but it's, you know, from my perspective, it was awesome. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to throw this up here. Um, we are going to keep going. We, uh, what we're going to do, there's jasonwells.com. You can see it on the screen on YouTube and LinkedIn. We do have a paid subscription now with this, with this software package, StreamYard. So we are able to stream to other places. I uh, ask you to reach out to Jason on LinkedIn, reach out to me on LinkedIn, which a number of people have done. And listen, right now we have time. We have time to improve. We have time to connect. We have time to impact. We have time to do a better job with our, uh, uh, um, with our children, with our spouses, with our bosses. I just encourage us all to take advantage of this time. So that being said, reach out on LinkedIn to me and Jason. Um, but I, I had three or four conversations yesterday that were more than, hey, thanks, thumbs up emojis and all that, but actual conversations with people that reached out to me on LinkedIn. I hope, Jason, you're experiencing the same thing. Um, but reach out to Jason there. We are also, because of this software package, we are also able to take the video and do some things with it. We're actually able to take the audio and do some things with it. So this is actually part of our Out From The Cube podcast. We're up to episode 140, 145, somewhere in there. We've been doing it for three or four, uh, two or three years, I should say. Uh, so it's been a while. Um, but Jason, we'll get back to this tomorrow. I know you have some things going on today. I hope uh, things uh, continue to go well for you. And um, please reach out to Jason um, on LinkedIn or through his website. Okay, everybody take care. Thanks, Jay. Yes, sir. Thank you.